You're listening to On the Same Page, a podcast from the Jefferson Madison Regional Library. Welcome back to a new episode of On the Same Page, a podcast from the Jefferson Madison Regional Library System. I'm Abby, flying solo today. I'd like to begin today's episode by thanking you for your continued interest in our podcast productions. Part two of the manga anime deep dive will be coming to you sometime next month. And in today's episode, a few of us JMRL library staff are sharing our reading resolutions for 2024, along with a few of our favorite reading experiences from 2023. But before we begin, please join me in congratulating EJ, who you all know as my podcast co-host, who has recently been promoted to a new position within JMRL. EJ is now serving as the branch manager of the Green County Library. It's a beautiful library space and a fantastic community. EJ is going to do an amazing job in her new role, but we will miss her regular presence on the podcast. You'll be excited to know that you will likely be hearing new voices on the podcast soon, as I am due with my second child next month. All this to say we are excited for the future of the podcast as it continues to grow and change, and we hope you are too. Thank you for tuning in each time we release a new episode and for sending your feedback to our email, podcast at jmrl.org. Now, without further ado, let's talk about reading. Hi, I'm Haley Tompkins from the Crozet Library. I would definitely say that the favorite book that I read this year was The Power of Fun by Katherine Price. For me, this was a great reminder. It's a nonfiction book, a great reminder that fun is such a key ingredient in our lives that a lot of people are missing, and I found that maybe that was me too. This book is so well-researched, it's really informative, and it talks about actionable steps we can take in our own lives to have more true fun. And as a result, I've been a lot more intentional this year about seeking out opportunities for fun and making more space for it in my daily life, which has been so great. In 2024, I'm anticipating the June release of The Rom-Commers by Catherine Center, who's one of my favorite authors. I don't often read a whole author's backlist, but Catherine Center is just one of the best. I'm also excited to see that Emily Henry, also a romance writer, has a new one called Funny Story that's due out in April. As far as reading resolutions go this year, I usually set up my Goodreads challenge to read 60 books in a year. For me, with two kids, this is often a bit of a stretch goal. And no, I don't really count picture books. I'm only really counting reading for myself in my own reading challenge. I really heavily rely on audiobooks on my commute to work to get this done, and I use the Libby app to get free audiobooks through the library, which has been so helpful, and audiobooks have been such a lifesaver for my reading life with children especially. So I hope this finds you well, and you can find some good reading resolutions of your own this year. Hi there, this is Nina Wright. I'm a branch assistant at Green County Library. My favorite book this year was Demon Copperhead by Barbara King Solver. It's a book with lots of social messages. Uh, it's about child hunger, rural struggles, uh, foster care. It's really well written. 
and has an amazing message. The book that exceeded my expectations this year was a book called Lessons in Chemistry by Garmus. I expected something different uh, from the cover as well as the write-ups in reviews, uh, but it was a very well-written book, I thought. I'm very excited about a new book in 2024. Uh, the author's name is Tracy Chevalier, and the title is The Glass Maker. It's about Murano right near uh, Venice, or maybe it's a part of Venice, and it's um, a really, hopefully, exciting book. And my reading goals for 2024 uh, definitely are to try and read different genres. Thanks a lot. This is Camille Thompson, the branch manager at Gordon Avenue Library. The best book I read in 2023 was Braiding Sweetgrass. It's the best nature writing that I have read ever. And I just marked so many pages that I wanted to go back to and reread. And it really gave me a sense of appreciation for the natural world and a reminder of good things that exist and good work that people are doing to make the world better. The book that exceeded my expectations this year was Rebecca by Dumarier. We read it for the Literary Masterpieces book group at Gordon Avenue Library, and I had never read it before, and it is just so masterfully written and such an engaging plot and really interesting. The other one that exceeded my expectations was This Time Tomorrow by Emma Straub. I love the premise of going to sleep on your 40th birthday and waking up on your 16th birthday and the whole time travel part of it, but it really had so much um, emotional depth to it. I literally laughed and cried while I was reading it. My reading goals for 2024 are just to read as much as I can this year. I'm up to 25 books. My goal was 35, so hopefully I will um, read a little bit more in 2024. I'm going to start talking about my own reading experiences from 2023 by sharing a few of my favorite books from 2023. One was The Book of Delights by Ross Gay. I loved this book so much because it was an experience of reading unlike anything I have ever experienced before. It's a book of essays, short small essays, bite-sized essays, you might say. And as I was reading it, I would read an essay and I would immediately want to read the next one. But I would also feel this deep sense of needing to wait. And by that, I mean, I wanted to savor it so much. Like I wanted to read the next essay, but I also wanted to wait. So I would force myself to only read like one essay per sitting. It was just this really neat combination of being so drawn in and captivated by his writing and loving the way that he would end each essay. It was always sort of a twist or a surprise or something profound or thought-provoking. And I wanted to keep consuming this amazing depth of experience, but I also recognized 
how small the book was. You know, it's a short book. And I recognized that I wanted to like linger in this experience of reading. So I told myself, wait, and I and I forced myself to read it slowly. That's why it was one of the best books for me is that I had a very intentional reading experience of it because of the way that I was responding to it emotionally and intellectually. So if you have not yet read The Book of Delights by Roske, I would recommend it. And if you have trouble reading it in print, he does sometimes use long run-on sentences, then I would definitely recommend listening to it on audio because hearing him read it is the ultimate delight. Even if you like reading it in print like I do, listening to it on audio is even one step above. Even so much more captivating and entertaining and enthralling and profound. So read Roske on repeat is essentially my final takeaway there. The other best book that I read this year was Demon Copperhead by Barbara Kingsolver. And it's it won the Pulitzer Prize. It's obviously been a huge, buzzy title all year. For me, what drew me in was that it was such a long book told in first person. You just really find yourself enveloped in the character. So I, I have talked about Demon Copperhead previously on the podcast, so I won't continue speaking much more about the book, but just know that that was one of the best books that I read this year. And I read 31 books this year, which I was very proud of. I was also proud because I ended up reading quite a wide variety of genres and styles and formats. I went through my list of what I read in 2023 and discovered that I read historical fiction young adult fiction, memoir, contemporary fiction, romance, essays, graphic nonfiction, mysteries, classics, nonfiction, and literary fiction. So I was surprised to see that I actually had quite a lot of different genres, um, which leads me to my reading resolution of 2024. Instead of trying to read certain genres, or instead of boxing myself in, in terms of the content of the book, I'm going to focus on the writers and the creators of these books, and I'm going to try to diversify my reading in that way. So I would like to intentionally seek out authors that are different from each other, different from myself and different from each other. I would love to read a huge, wide range of different authors and creators this year. I made a, a short list of just ideas. I'm thinking I would like to read a book written by a transgender person. Does not have to be about their experience being transgender. Doesn't have to be memoir. Doesn't have to be nonfiction. The neat thing about this resolution is that the book can be any genre. It can be fiction or nonfiction. It can be recent or, you know, an older book. It, it just matters who wrote it and sort of what their identity is and what their experiences are, because I think I've noticed that that really infiltrates the work itself, even if it's fiction. So something by a transgender person, something by a person who is LGBTQ, people of color, books in translation I'm interested in reading, people who live in other countries books by disabled authors, something by a neurodivergent author. And then I would like to read more diversity in age. So by that, I mean, it would be really neat to read 
books that are written by much older adults and then books that are written by young people. I remember being a teenager and really loving to write, and I was so fascinated by these stories of other teenagers who were published authors. I was like, wow, that's really cool. And since then, since becoming an adult, I haven't really sought out those authors. But what are the books being published today that are being published by teenagers or people in college? That would be really interesting to read. So that's my reading resolution. I'm going to keep it pretty flexible, light. So it's less of a quantitative thing and more of a qualitative idea that I can keep in mind throughout the year as I continue to read genres and formats, styles, writing styles, tones that work for me, but are written by a wide different variety of people with all kinds of experiences. I'm really excited about that. I'm, I'm in a great spot with reading right now, and I I'm super looking forward to 2024 and hopefully having my best reading year ever. That's all for us today. Thank you again for all of the JMRL Library staff who sent in audio of their own reading resolutions and favorite reading experiences of 2023. We're looking forward to having you listen to our next episode, so stay tuned. Stay tuned.